What's the haps, coconut heads? Welcome to our podcast, where we talk story about culture, creativity, self-care, and our quirky obsessions. Informing, empowering, and entertaining with humor. You're welcome. I'm your host, Jade Fox. And I'm G Supreme. Sit back, unwind, and join us in our conversation. Uh, welcome to another episode of Coconut Connection. I'm your host, G. Hey, hey, it's Jade. So this is episode 66. So COVID updates. Uh, so here in LA County, it has been just going skyrocketing and going through the roof uh, in comparison. I mean, it was going down. We were doing pretty well. Yes, but- we were so good. And every yeah. time I, I read about the fourth wave, I'm like, oh, great. The surge. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but it's not, I, I, I believe people like us are not surprised. I think we had like, at least for me, I was like this, I, I, when they, when they lifted, when they said no restrictions on June, after June 15, I was like, here we go. Here we go. So it's not a surprise mm-hmm. uh, that it went up uh so fast for me because I was like okay it's exactly what I thought was going to be because you go everywhere it's like there is I mean we still wear masks Mm -hmm. uh but you do feel like I don't want to wear the mask anymore because not everybody's wearing it you know and I'm like I'm protecting you guys like you're not protecting me so I'm vaccinated so I'm just like Oh, well, I'm just going to take it off. Like Johnny's really good about keeping it on and unless we're eating. But uh, I started to become a little bit more relaxed about it because I was like, wait a minute, I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I might have COVID. Either I'm going to be asymptomatic or it's going to be mild symptoms. And like, mm-hmm. I don't care because people don't care. Like those yeah. people that are not wearing back, that masks don't care about me. You know, I have to take back what I said. I said that I had agreed, but you know, when I thought about it in truth, when they lifted the thing, I honestly did not foresee, I have to say, if I'm being honest, I didn't foresee that this wave would come. I don't know why. I thought maybe I was being positive, mm, but I thought, you know, all, yes, optimistic. optimistic. Yes, I would. Because I thought, you know, we're all vaccinated. It's, it's yeah. going to be fine. And but when you think about I, it, it's like, it's only what, 55%? Is it nationally? I think it's nationally are vaccinated and it's slowed down, meaning that we, the goal was to get at least a 75% vaccinated by July 4th. And we are far from it because it's slowed down because the people that have decided not to get it will not change their mind. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can't, it's like, you can't move it, you know, um, until the kids get it, you know, then I think it will go up a little bit more. Uh, so Yeah. So it's, the word it's, it's where to stuck. We're stuck. It's frustrating the- because we came so far. Like I don't want to go into quarantine again. Like I know. I, I was enjoying the being able to take off the mask at a restaurant, being able yeah. to take off the mask with family. Like mm-hmm. I really I still wear my mask in the stores. I wear it when I go out. Yeah. Um, even even yeah. when I did it, I still wore mine. Yeah, but- I don't even uh like I haven't gone to like a lot of places mm-hmm. like um and if I do it's I do wear the mask but in the restaurant it's tricky right it's like yes but I have to eat mm-hmm. so I, I went I went at some point I'm like I give up like I'm like once I'm at the table I don't put it back on again I'm yeah. like I'm eating or drinking something um but it's weird because it's like you don't see people wearing masks oh uh if they're not eating you know like so it makes you kind of like your brain goes oh i think it's it's fine yes like, we're fine true. right uh cuz people at my work who have little ones like babies mm-hmm. they wear their masks and and i didn't think about it at the time i'm like why are they still wearing their masks mm-hmm. like i didn't think about that but now yes now that i i think about it a lot of people who have small kids mm-hmm. still wear their masks even amongst people that I thought that's because they're I forget their children don't have well that's why I get mad because it's like when I wear my mask I'm protecting you yeah 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 when you're not wearing your mask you're not protecting me so Mm -hmm. I can still get it 
and pass it on to somebody else that I hang out with that's mm-hmm. not vaccinated. So because I think the the misunderstanding is you're cured of COVID if you're vaccinated. That's not true. It just means that it's you're still transmissible, but you won't have uh you know bad effects like from like hospitalized and death. And so I think that's what everybody's confused about, like as as far as the people that comment on social media, because they're like, I thought we we're like, yes. I don't understand why we're wearing masks if we're vaccinated yeah. or I don't understand why we have to close these down or da, da, da. And it's like because we're still in a pandemic, it's not over. Everybody. And there's people who aren't getting vaccinated. That will why never we get vaccinated. OK, so like on the news, they have people that are never going to get they're like no we will never get vaccinated it's just like the flu or a cold and you just deal with it like just deal with it so these are the people we're protecting <laughs> it's like okay they don't care about our families but we have to care about them that's what kind yeah. of burns me up like yes and it's really misinformation um about it and it's very frustrating so we don't know how long this is going to last because how can you how can you change everybody's those like what 40% of everybody's minds, mm-hmm. how can you change them? Because if you don't believe in the vaccination, you will not believe in the vaccination for your child. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, so yeah, it doesn't get bad. It doesn't get as bad as it. I'm did. just thinking like, I don't know, a whole bunch of kids together. Like, and like I said, Ooh. we're vaccinated. Yes. But that doesn't necessarily protect you. So we still have to mask up. So this whole complaint about, well, I don't want my kids masked all day. It's like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't know. Yes. There's you- no, there's no perfect answer, unfortunately, really. I mean, I think that's just like, again, this is my opinion. I do mm-hmm. think people, if you can get the vaccination to get it, but that is my opinion. Uh, what I think not- it's sad mm-hmm. is that people are dying like yeah. in other parts of the world because they can't get vaccinated. <sighs> I have a family member right now, like in Vegas, that is in the hospital. I don't know Mm. how he's doing, but because they got the Delta variant, they were Mm. anti-vaccine. They didn't want to get it. Yeah. Nevada and Arizona don't believe in that. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very frustrating. And yeah, in LA, we had it down. We -hmm. had it down, but you know, the travel too. Everybody's and traveling. it's different. It's different from from state to state. Like if you go to say Florida, there's no mandates. Like they don't, you know. I mean, if you and a lot of people are traveling to places outside of their state and then they come back, and it's so widespread that I think 50 states now have all instances of Delta variant, and yeah. they've all gone up uh, uh, more than 50 percent in the last week or two. So um, I'm thinking my school starts in about four weeks. So, wow. And they said, it's still gonna, um, so I'm watching the trend. Mm -hmm. So if it starts going down, there's a possibility that it'll be okay. But if it keeps on going up, I don't know what that means. Like for schools, like, I don't That's a scary thought. That's a very scary thought. Because teachers are most of them, not all of them, because it's not required. That's another thing. You don't know if your teacher is vaccinated or not. And you're not legally required you to ask them. them. Yeah, yeah. I would be concerned as a parent. Like, okay, my kid is uh, seven years old or 12 years old and they can't get vaccinated and I'm going to send them to school and expose them to teachers. And then what about those families that have COVID? Like, I don't know. I don't know what their lifestyle is. I don't know if they believe in vaccinations or not. So it's just, it's like... It's crazy. Troubling thought. Troubling. Troubling. I wanted to talk about, um, you know, being creative and inspirations. Um, I got motivated because uh, I feel like, well, late this past week, I would say this past week, I just been really inspired and I thought about the why, like why things inspire me. So um, like I had watched, I went to LACMA and. Uh, oh, how did you like the exhibit? Of yeah, that it was really nice. It was a nice time when yes. we went. Um, 
it was it was awesome and it just re-energized mm-hmm. you know my art and being like what kind of artist I want to be for myself you know okay going back to what what inspired this topic um that I was you know going through and I was just kind of like being inspired by art and other people's art and realizing that you know uh you, you forget like because you're I I think I look at certain people's art that I admire and then I kind of like get focused on it and then you forget that other people's art look totally different and then it's yes. totally fine you know like it's totally fine. like you almost been like wow how is this art like you're like exactly it's like, <laughs> how, what I was I, I was telling my daughter when we went to go see some exhibits like what yeah this artist like world renowned like you're looking at it going Okay, I could do that. Like, I, I could do that. I mean, you're inspired. Like, if they, if that can be popular, exactly, I can do it. So, what is it about that artist thing? But that's, I guess, inspiration, right? Like, yeah, and it becomes like you know whether you become famous or not. Art is really supposed to be from it's a, it's an inspiration and muse and something that's within yourself, right? I feel like it's almost like activating magic. I thought to myself, I was like, I like that. Activating your own magic, but taking away your ego, ego part of like, I want to be famous and I want to be different. And I want to be, I think that's the part that kind of, you know, is takes the joy out of it. Like, I'm like, Agreed. it takes the joy out of doing, like, I, I would could stress myself out sometimes when I like draw like, Ooh, but then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm why am I stressing myself out when this is not even my style? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just like you exercise. have your own, you have your own style. Like, and it, it's it's totally different from somebody else. But that doesn't mean that it's less. It doesn't mean right. That it's, more. it's just you. It is your art. Yeah. Like for example, like I had a my paint my I have like two two month two days a month that I have this paint night class. And for me, it's more meditative. Like it's because I'm not planning what I'm, you know, like I'm not, I'm just following. So I don't, you know, uh, I, I don't put pressure on myself and I even put less pressure on myself to talk during these things. Cause I fear this is my time. This is my meditative time. I'm not asking the teacher what she's doing because I just want to intuitively do it. And so when I, on Friday when I, you know, like, ah, I'm going to show her what I did. Cause at the end, you know, we're like, oh, if you want to show what you did, some people do, some people don't. I felt like, eh, I don't care. I'll show her what I did. And uh, so I, so we all did planets, right? So we did it watercolor. And so, oh, so cute. It's cute. And so like, so she's like, oh, wow, that's so whimsical. And I was like, you mean it sucks? Like I was thinking in my head, the first thing I was like, you mean like a third grader did this? You know what oh. I mean? Like I was like, let me say whimsical, you know? <laughs> like, she's like, I'll show her my painting that we, again, she's guiding us. So it's a guided painting. It's not a thing like I didn't create it, you know? So I don't really take too much credit about it, but we do all look different because we are different people. So she'll like, oh, I like your style is so stylized. And like, you mean it sucks? You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, what does that mean? Exactly? I know. Mind, you're like, what does it mean? But I take it as no, that's good because some people uh, stress about style. You know, they're like, I want my my art to look like me. You know, so I guess it's a compliment because it didn't look exactly like hers. It's stylized. You know, you have your own. That's that. You should take that as a compliment. I took it as a compliment. <laughs> and, and every an artist, especially when you're taking their classic. They want, they don't want you to feel, they want you to create. They want. Oh yeah. They know like, that's the whole point, right? You want to find your own voice. I mean, that's kind of like jazz. Musicians. Yeah, exactly. Like jazz. You trying to find your own voice. You start somewhere. Yeah. You end up growing. You don't, there's not a ending. There's like an end point. Um, That is exciting because when I do think about like guitar, that's the thing. Like I'm not there yet, but I love the fact that everybody like when they talk about infusing your own personality into your mm-hmm. music like the way you play I'm excited to think about what will my style be right because I don't know that yet I'm still a baby right so but it's interesting to think I will have my own style eventually I just don't know what that is yet 
Yeah, and you won't consciously think of it. Like, I think it'll just be, uh, I think, and it takes years. Like, it's gonna, it's a journey for sure. Like, uh, just singing, I feel like, um, I may not have the same voice as I did when I was younger, Yeah, but I really do feel like there's more like depth to my voice. Like, I feel like it means more because I can connect to the words more because of experience and growth. Like, I feel like there's more heart. There's more heart in me singing now than when I'm just copying Whitney Houston or, you know what I mean? Like, when you copy, it's it's part of the process. But then when you don't, like you're just you're just yourself. I think that's where everybody wants to be as an artist. So um, I thought about you know talking about this topic and um, and just seeing how we get inspired by things. But I also thought of like things that we do to do to our bodies. I, uh, and this came up with with Johnny, my husband, because he was like, yeah, you should ask Jade about like why did she want to get all those tattoos, you know? Yeah. And I thought about like the day that I thought about getting a nose ring that one day, <laughs> I was like, what was the inspiration? <laughs> Cause it wasn't, I knew I wanted it, but what was the inspiration that I wanted it that one day mm-hmm. and that one day. And I'm like, okay, I think it was the nineties and I wanted a nose ring <laughs> I thought it was so cool. Uh, it was very cute. Very cute. Yeah. And, um, but that day I got it was, I didn't, I was distracted. I was okay. like distracted with life. Like I was supposed to be in class. I didn't want to go to class. <laughs> my, my friend was getting out of class because she was, she was good about going to class. And I was like, Hey, you want to go? I want to get a nose ring. And she's like, okay, don't you have class? And I'm like, I'm not going. And that was the excitement of it all. And we just went to the, we went to the swap meet. And we got it. Yes. yes. Oh, girl. Went to the swap meet, but it was indoor swap meet. Okay. Oh, is yeah. It, that makes all the difference. <laughs> it was indoor swap meet. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like, it reminded me like, you know, going to like Santee with a bunch of like, you know, the clothing and whatever you want to buy everything's cheaper. That's what it reminded me of. And I went to where it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't planned, but it was just like, I was going to get it. And that was it. That was like the inspiration. And I thought about that. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's nothing. It's not, it's different from like a tattoo because that's an actual like art piece on your body, but like, you know, a piercing, I was just like, I was just inspired in the moment. And I guess I was just like the excitement of the time and the timing of all of it. I don't regret it. I wish I had it now. I often think of redoing it because it yes. closed up after I graduated from college. It uh, And I went on a bunch of interviews and I took it out. And every time I would put it back in, it would, it would be harder to put it back in. Yes. And so I just allowed it to close up. And, but I love that thing. Like I, it just reminds me of my youth. And that's why I'm like, do I really want to get it? Cause it's just, <laughs> is it just me wanting to go back to my youth? Yeah. And cause now I feel like, okay, I'm an established, you know, educator. Like that doesn't, that's not a thing anymore. Right. Like you I've can seen have, attorneys who have nose rings. Yeah, yeah. You can have nose rings and piercings and tattoos at work. So, but I don't want it to look like I'm old trying to be young. Yeah, so, that you're trying to trying to be hard. Yeah. So I guess bring you back to your first inking because, like, okay. I know you have other like reasons for bring your it back, for your bring it back, bring it But back. like, what was the first one? Like the <laughs> okay. first one. My first one was Tigger, mm-hmm. and you and I laugh about this because, right? I'm realize that I'm really piglet. And your husband's really Tigger. But in the moment that I got the tattoo, I've just, you know, okay, to premise it, I've always wanted That's Okay, hold on. That's your Leo rising. That's your Leo rising there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's what you want to project. (laughs) That's what it is. So Mm -hmm. I've always wanted a tattoo. And Mm -hmm. the moment I turned 18, because I was Mm -hmm. like, couldn't wait. I'm like, we're getting it. So me and like family friend, you know, mm-hmm. that, that I grew up with a little bit. She mm-hmm. would come to my aunt's house. We went because we were both okay. 18. 
So went to this place. We didn't. Even, it wasn't even like a research, like you, like they tell you to do. Like yeah, place we just. But went, you knew like, you okay. wanted Tigger, or you just you decided there that you wanted. Tigger? No, I knew that I wanted Tigger because I said, okay. what do I want my first uh, tattoo to be? And I, mm-hmm. the reason I chose Tigger in my brain at the moment, it was Tigger was just so fun and goofy, and like to me, full of life. Yes. And always just all over the place, like, ah, you know, but the fact that he, but in himself, he was a tiger. So he was still that yeah. animal. He was still yeah. that unknown factor of that tigers can kill you. But he was approachable. Yes, yes. yes. Approachable. But, you know, the moment you, he was still a wild animal See yes. inside, right? So even though he's goofy and la la, he still was. A, a person to be contended with. So that was what I was thinking when I thought Tigger. And so that's why I got, and, and he's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. Cause I don't know. It's, it's, it's in the back, like it's in the lower yeah. right side. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how he's aged. <laughs> I don't know because I don't know how good this artist was. I mean, he's, <laughs> it still looks like he's there and it uh-huh. looks like a shape, but you know, I don't, now that you understand about artistry, right, and um, different artists, you you know what to look for now. Yeah, so that I think was this is interesting. What like the thing we had in, in common was that we really wanted it, but when we did it, it wasn't like a total like like it was a is a it was a spontaneous thing almost very spontaneous and uh, no one knew it was there like I yeah. my mom I had to hide it from her for years years yeah see that one you could hide mine was on my face so yeah. I remember going home and being nervous because I knew my dad was not gonna <laughs> like it and he didn't he did not like it he said I look like a bull or something like you know <laughs> a bull ring or something in my nose and my response to him was I don't care I like it and that was the end of that. <laughs> so um, I wanted to talk about different things inspired different people. Like I know uh, there's certain things that I do and like certain things that, yeah, there were some certain things that I will do to get in the mood. So talking to like creatives out there, like um, maybe you do these same things, maybe you don't or uh, and talk about how we go through the process of doing it. So like, um, I recently saw, so I'm very much film person. Like I love films. So, uh, recently films will always get me inspired and thinking about stories. If I was ever to write, I'm not really writer. And so like, but I think about those things. Like, if I ever to write, like, how would I be inspired? But the, la- the latest thing I got really inspired about was uh, Roadrunner, which is a-, a documentary on Anthony Bourdain. And it was really good because, I mean, uh, he was more of, less of an artist, in a say, it, you know, later on in his life, like most of what he's known for, right? Like Anthony Bourdain, the chef and a writer and travel host kind of thing. Um, but he talked about earlier in his years, like where he took, uh, kind of like less overthinking. And I was like, he was talking about how, oh, we'll just do it. And if it doesn't like, if it doesn't work, oh well, you know, like, I'm like, that is like the best place to be mm-hmm. as an artist. And I think that's where he was like, he was less, uh, I guess he was better mentally. Mm-hmm. Because as he over, as he became more successful and mental health issues and like kind of being more like, it's kind of like you have to feed whatever expectation you have of yourself. It becomes more, it becomes more intense. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, if I just got inspired by that thing about how when he first, when they said, oh, we're going to film you, we're going to go to places and just watch you eat. And he was like okay like this is dumb like not dumb but he's like this might not work actually but mm-hmm. i'm just gonna do it or i think there was one time there he when he wrote his first book chef Con- confidential no kitchen confidential and he talks about how 
he wrote the book and he's like, oh, well, if it doesn't, doesn't do anything, oh, well. Like, it was just like, but it became a, a, a bestseller, you know what I mean? Uh, because of that whole thing of not being attached to the outcome. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, it was interesting when I read this because it's like, hmm, you know, what inspires me? So I, I wanted to premise that by, um, by, by saying that for me, you know, anything that ignites my senses, like my five senses or grabs a hold of my heart or my mind um, and refuses to let go. So there's really no rhyme or reason sometimes. Um, for me, it's something that affects me so profoundly that I can't stop thinking about it. You know, maybe I need to know all about it, maybe write about it, learn what I can about it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that fire, you know, won't subside until I've had a fill of it, like whatever it is, exhausted my mind or or written all about it. So um, for me, what or who inspires me, you know, it could be anything. And And I'll never know what it is until it knocks me over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most of the time it is people for me man or woman um, but sometimes it could be a place like Hawaii sometimes it's music mm. sometimes it's the smell of something um, it's bizarre but I, I think when I was younger I was definitely more in tune to that inspiration mm-hmm. um, and in, in terms of routine it, I don't really have maybe I'm not thinking of it in the way that it's maybe I'm taking it to literal but I don't really have like a ritual or routine um, that I do that kind of gets me in the mood again it's like it's a longing you know that Mm -hmm. occurs in my mind or like a thing that nags at me that I just have to do like I I'm compelled to do and I don't know when it's gonna hit and it just does and unless I do it I'm not satisfied like whatever it is so that's Mm -hmm. it's a strange thing it just hits me and I I need to do it you know? Yeah. Um, when I think of rituals, like sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm like, it's a certain instrument that I want to use. Like, you know, like a certain pen. Okay. I have to do my sketchbook. Like I'm like, I have certain sketchbooks for certain things. Like, so I have, this is like, Oh, just daily. Like, I don't know, whatever. Like this is like, whatever speaks to me, I'm just going to draw it. But then I have another sketchbook that's just like, oh, those are like portraits and those are like mm-hmm. things that I do or like I know I like to set up my, you know, my art space a certain way. And I like there's certain things that I like that gets me in the mood. Um, sometimes I will like, you know, light a candle or, you know, not all the time, but like there's yes. certain things that I like, like you said, scents. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, and I want to smell like the aroma of the candle mm-hmm. or, you know, like that gets me motivated. Um, but definitely my supplies get me motivated. Like I like I see certain that. things like my, I have the one pencil yeah. that, I, that I sketch with. I will not write notes with that pencil. It will only be for drawing. Like that's my ritual. And like, that's, that's kind of where like I get inspired in terms of like, oh, there's only certain things I use for certain things I get now now when you explain that I get it because so for example when I'm feeling that I want to write a sad piece mm-hmm. or something, something that's touched me I got to put on the sad music like mm. I have to put on the sad music and sometimes when the songs are playing there is one song that will stand out yeah what I'm feeling and that'll be on a loop Ooh, like I'll yeah. play that until I get out everything that my heart wants to say and I'll, I'll be either crying. I feel it. Like I, I can feel it in my chest when that song over and over and it's, it, it pushes me and infuses me to write like the thing that, that I'm trying to get out. Um, Cause that's happened. I, now I get that. Like that's happened a lot when I've been, when I've written really good pieces, it, I've got that music going, you know, and I'm feeling yes. that I'm feeling that like, emotion so yes I do yeah Yeah. and I am in a quiet place I have to be in on a desk or sitting it has to be you know a place where I'm really just alone with myself and my feelings and my thoughts and yeah yeah certain places yeah Mm -hmm. me too I I get inspired to be in this spot where I'm sitting right now which is my dining room table because of the light it's just brighter here 
I don't feel comfortable. I noticed I, I tried doing it in bed, mm-hmm. but I feel like the lighting is not good. I feel uncomfortable sitting there. Like um, I have to be at a table. Like I noticed, like even if I'm out in nature, I have to be sitting somewhere that's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do your your writings, do you do it? Uh, do you do it uh, digitally? Do you or you do it um, writing like with the instrument? You know, I've I've done it both. I've done it where I do type. Um, because sometimes thoughts come so fast, I need mm-hmm. to just get them all down and then I rearrange it and fix yeah. it. Um, but I have also done a thing where I, I've gone back to writing in a book, like in a journal, just mm. for short. Like, um, like I find that when I write letters to people, mm-hmm. I'll write them in my journal first because I really oh, want to get my thoughts down and yeah. say what it is that I want to say because I you know, I want to, to be as clear and as precise as possible. So then once I do that, so I have a book right now, that's just like my book of letters where I write to people. And then I transfer mm-hmm. that when I'm writing with my, you nice. know, pen and I stuff. I like that idea. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. And then I also have a little book that I write down short, um, like thoughts, thoughts that mm-hmm. like random thoughts and, and feelings that, that occur. Mm-hmm. I write them down so that I, I can get that thought down. And then if I feel like expounding more upon it, then I'll use my computer to then really write a piece, you know, Mm -hmm. from those thoughts. Lately, that's what I've been doing. Back in the old day, I would do it by hand. Mm -hmm. I would write with a pen. And so it's always blue pens, blue pens, are my mm, see black pens are my thing oh like if interesting I, I it's very rare i have a blue pen but it's very dark like it's almost black and wow. i rarely use that one but i have to use black how funny i have to use blue like yeah see, it's blue i black i mean i've used it in the past but i find that i'm i like seeing the color like it it yeah. feels like my thoughts come alive with that color. Yeah. And with me, it distracts me. Like, I mean, I, I like a lot of color. I have a lot of markers and a lot of highlighters and stuff like that, but I just like too much overload. It's like it, I like it monochromatic. Like I just like every, every page, every page is a black pen. I'm like, (laughs) I won't complain about, Oh, that doesn't go. And when it does, I mean, there's some opportunities. I'm like, okay, I have to like, not, I have to, but I'm like, I already started. I got to continue. It's not a black pen. It's blue. And I would just push myself through it. But I prefer not, I will prefer one highlighter color because sometimes I like to highlight the topic because I like to see, you know, when I write notes about when I have meetings and stuff, I like to do bullet points and, but I like black only. Like, I don't like how it looks like black and blue. That's hilarious. It's kind of like, not it kind of like it's like scratching like against That's the chalkboard is and for me like when I write letters all my fountain pens have different colored inks they're not the typical like I have purple and yeah and yeah like would, a, with fountain inks the I would think yeah with my dipped inks I I would I I feel like black is too boring like I'm uh, like black is boring so I have blue and then I think I have a brown so like I have a blue nice. and a brown I feel like that's kind of more special. Like yes. I'm not going to use a black pen. Being a black <laughs> pen's like, that's your working, that's your working like pen. Um, cool. Um, definitely music. Definitely. I love painting and doing music or drawing and, and putting music, but another, another ritual that gets me in mode, I'll turn on YouTube and just like have people talking. <clears throat> Cause sometimes it's like, I'll watch them do their art and they'll be talking but sometimes it's sometimes it's like blow by blow, like they're like yeah. literally like literally real time sketching, and that's like two hours. So sometimes I just put it on and then I'll just do my own thing, like not even copying them, just like, just like the just the the talking about, like yes. I don't know what it is. There's like the the white noise of just people talking. And then sometimes I'll listen, sometimes I won't. That 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 lets me actually not think too much about what I'm doing. Oh, that's funny. Cause that would distract me. I, I do. I want, yeah, I need yeah, distraction yeah. because then I'll be like, 
judgy. I'll be like, oh my God, that's doesn't look real enough or that's that circle is not like the voice in that you're trying to drown out that voice in your yeah head. it's like no yeah. this is for fun remember you're having you're just having yeah. fun and, and passing the time and that's what I had to do with this that planet one because I was like circles are the bane of my existence I was just like <laughs> I still used I still use the bottom of this but it's when I painted it it still became not circular I was just like so they were like laughing in class because they're like yeah that's so true like circles like can't do it like you can't so um but was it fun yeah it was fun it was fun did I get to use all my supplies and paints yes I did so I'm happy so <laughs> I'm just like it, the distraction helps me because then I'm not so like oh my god so that's why you often won't see me like post a lot of my pictures mm-hmm. uh you know because it's like oh that's that's maybe wanting like uh, affirmation or validation of what I'm doing when all of, it has nothing to do with other people it has to do with me. So, um, so as artists, like sometimes like you get blocked. Um, I don't think I've been completely blocked, but I think if I really thought of it, I probably could think of blocks like, you know, whether it be, um, I don't know, playing a song differently than you were supposed to or creating like, music uh that definitely became becomes a block i feel like um writing i know i've started like at least two fictions novels and i just got stuck and then like abandoned it i was like abort you know like i can't (laughs) you know uh so have you ever felt like having creative blocks at all like um or like long periods where like i'm just not gonna touch this for a little for a while you know I have right now I'm in a creative block with my book not so much a block but I'm trying to let it open organically like I've put in all the information but I I there's the part that's the creative part that I have to write that's not a part of something I've already written and I'm so yeah I do have a block with that and I think I've put that down for a bit to focus my creative energy in the music. Right. So I'm playing the guitar mm. really been kind of fascinating for me. Cause I've, I, you really have to focus on like your finger work and you know, the notes you're playing. So that's been a very good distraction, at least. I mean, a happy distraction for me. Cause I, it's also another thing I want to do, mm-hmm. but I, I do have faith. I know I'm going to go back to the writing. It's just that, you know, like I said, like we talked about, like it's it's this thing is consuming me, right? Just yeah. Playing correctly and getting it right is so that takes up so much time because it takes so even as much time as I'll have, I probably won't get it. it it's going to take a while, so that's taking up my like my mind right now, you know. But I know it's going to come where I'm going to go back to it. But I'm waiting for that inspiration, right? It's that thing that mm-hmm. makes you want to get back to it. And I, I have faith that that's going to happen. It's just right now the guitar is pulling me more yeah. than the writing at the moment. So I wanted to, you know, talk about how you could deal with these creative blocks. Okay. And some of it, some of the stuff we've already talked about. So I will call this uh, G's six uh, ways of dealing with creative blocks and hopefully you can try it. Okay. And, and some of it we've already mentioned, but um, number one is definitely take a break. Okay. So yeah. that's kind of what you're doing right now is like mm-hmm. taking a break and just kind of walking away to see kind of like that consume. Yeah. Consuming yourself. Once you figured out, this is the project that I want to do. And then now consuming yourself with it. If it's not helpful or, it's actually causing you negative negativity. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should just walk away from it. And um, I know sometimes, um, you know, I know sometimes with painting, because I haven't done big projects or like, you know, uh, I think I've done maybe one project, meaning that I planned it from beginning to end. And yeah, I felt like you get frustrated, you make mistakes. Like, and that's like, you know, I mean, that's part of the whole process, right? To make mistakes, especially when you, you, you paint and stuff, but it's frustrating where it becomes negative. You're like, okay, I need to like let it dry and like walk away 
and know that it's okay to start all over in terms of like me doing like physical traditional art. Um, another thing is trying something new. So trying like a different style. So like, um, you know, I, I often go back when I'm doing drawing, I'm like, I often go back to like my cartoony style. And then I went to like sketching, like realistically. And then I'll go, I'll go back and forth, you know, to different styles and like, kind of like finding like what I like about each one. Cause I don't think I'm fully like, I don't like, we talked about style before, like, what is your style? I don't really know what it is. Uh, Cause there's things that I like about certain things or trying a new technique um, on, you know, your, your writing. Maybe you've done it like a certain way and you're like, let me just turn it around and do it differently. What if I did like, you know, I just did a poem and I just like wrote a description of something and then maybe that will inspire you to write about something. Or maybe you're like short, short form, short story, prose, whatever. Um, I'm actually going to go all the way to the left and like do acrylic uh, paint pouring, which is different from what I'm doing That's now, exciting. which is like, you know, you're actually drawing pictures. Yes. This one, there's like no control. You just pour yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. So I'm going to hope that that sparks something, you know, I think it's cool and I've always wanted to try it, but um, I'm hoping maybe that will, I don't know, bring me to the like leveling yeah. up, leveling up, right? Uh, we talked about this earlier, like other artists. So tip number three is other artists can, can, um, inspire you. Um, uh, if you, to go to a museum or they have online virtual galleries now, like you can go, um, or even go to like, you know, sometimes they have like the chalk festival and you just walk around and see people do other art that you would never do it, like that type of art, but mm. There's something inspiring about seeing artists do their thing. Like, you know, that's true. When you mm-hmm. pay, uh, whether it's ceramics, whether it's woodwork, like yeah. it is amazing to see the skill level and mm-hmm. the and the creativity in other people's work. And it does inspire you to be like, I can, you know what? I, yeah, I let me like try that. that. Me. Yeah, I have something like that in me, you know? Yeah, when I hear people do their poetry, you know, and it's like, it speaks to me, like it resonates with me. I'm like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, I see, you know, films and like how people interpret things and like read other people's books, you know, it's like, okay, maybe I wouldn't write about that topic or even write that way, but it was interesting. Like, it's interesting, the point of view, like I can appreciate it. And I think that sparks something as well. Tip number four. So, uh, Tip number four would be, okay, so if you're a reader, I would definitely pick up a biography of somebody you admire. Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to be an artist, but I mean, I think learning about how artists think and what they go through, it's, or writers or whoever you admire, it it, you could connect it to art. You know, um, if it's like a business mogul, there's something creative about that whole, their whole life journey. Um, or I love hearing about, you know, how other painters like think and do, and like, we just learned about, um, you know, Pablo Picasso, it's not like, because he couldn't draw realistic portraits, he could do it. It's just that he just wanted to stretch himself and do something completely opposite. And that's what he's known for. He's known for those, you know, geometric, abstract, abstract, like, all of, you know, most of those paintings are of his girlfriends. I mean, imagine, yeah. I, I imagine, like, imagine that's you and you're like, could you make me a bit looking a little better? Right. You know, like, like, how was that me holding a guitar? Like, exactly. Oh, it's like that, you know, yeah. It, it, it's just interesting because he's like, he didn't want to do the typical, he didn't want to do the typical yeah. portrait. He would, you know, you see, you know, his earlier work and he does, yes. can do realistic portraits. And it's like, but you're, you know, he chose not to, to do it. And now he's known for yeah. You know, that. He was inspired but in some way to. He was inspired, and he was like, like "These that. are my girlfriends, and they don't look anything like this." Yeah. And so I thought that was interesting. So that stuck in my mind, and it's like, 
now when I do art, it's like, it doesn't have to look exactly like the person. It could be inspired by that person. And I, like I it stuck with me. So I'm like, okay, now I'm going to go back and do it again. Uh, so uh, tip number five is kind of what I was mentioning, because if you're not a reader like me, uh, you could watch a documentary about, there's so many documentaries out uh, that you could watch on Netflix. Um, I know I watched this one on Ai Weiwei. Um, I think it was on Netflix. Um, I was excited to see uh, that they had huge sculptures of, in LACMA um, at Ai Weiwei. And like, he is, it's just amazing how these artists walk around. They just do random things. Like, not it's not mm -hmm. random, but it's like, he had like a bunch of, oh God, what were they? They're like, were they rocks or were they like shells or and it was just a whole floor of them. Like, it's like, but you know, he had like a reasoning for it. And it's mm -hmm. just like, even though I would never do that probably, but I appreciate why. I mean, I appreciate the processing of it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I like it, but it's, that means that anybody's ideals are actually artistic. Mm -hmm. Is that he has the balls to actually do it, you know? Um, and the last, okay, the last uh, thing uh, that I suggest, these are all coming from myself, is drum roll. Oh. <laughs> Buy something that is going to inspire you. Like, and it, and it Ooh, do be, not make I know, that's how, that's how I like, drum roll. <laughs> drum roll. Sometimes I buy new supply. <laughs> a new pen, a marker. Um, sometimes it'll be a book. Uh, a journal. A, yeah. A, like, I'm like, okay. Uh, proceed with caution on mm. tip number six. But yeah. it does actually help me with the creative block because guess what? I want to use the dang thing. Like I bought a whole set of bamboo brushes. I was going to use this for, I was like, either I wanted to use for watercolor or gouache. I'm not sure. But I ended up using it finally yesterday uh, for watercolor and I felt like I could tell the difference like I was like is the brush really gonna make the difference um I feel like either that or I got better in art because I was just like I compared I was like let me redo something that I started earlier in the year and let me recreate it and I definitely thought it was better like I was like that is uh so that's another tip I could say like look back on your old work mm -hmm. you'll see how far you come and you're like wait a minute I think I'm on the right track I'm going to keep going. So those are my tips for how to, how well, I, I deal with my number creative six. Blocks. I like that. <laughs> something that will, you know, but it's true. Like I can only liken that to like my journals, right? Mm -hmm. like, it's, it excites I, I you like that, that empty page. That empty. And the way it looks like you just want to pick it up. You want to write in it. You want to touch yes. it. Yes. Stuff into it. Cause I, I yeah, I get that. So that I, I agree with you know, buying something that inspires you um, to to pick it up and to use it. You know, like I want this, it's funny, I wanted this pen. And, but but being realistic, mm -hmm. I, I needed work clothes. So that was more important than yes. the pen. But man, I wanted this 300 something dollar pen. <laughs> it was a wick, it was the, it was a wicked, but it was purple. It was like for the witch, right? Or that, ah. but it was gorgeous. And it was a sailor, which I found that I really like their nibs because they're smooth. I mean, mm -hmm. when I write with it, it's like butter, like, yeah. but I wanted it in a different nib. So I know that if I buy that pen, I will want to do more with that pen, but, but I'm being realistic. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's just... That's yeah, I was just thinking, what can you do now? Like, yes, you know, I would, I have it on my list of like going out in nature and like mm. sketching, right? And it's like, okay, but today is not the day. You know what I mean? So I just choose, okay, maybe it's turning on. I mean, I didn't put that here, but like putting on something, something inspiring. We talked about music. But I feel like these are really good starting points because you already know what your rituals are to be creative. Yeah. Um, when those kind of like, well, I want to do something new. Yeah. Like, what if you did actually try something new? Like something totally outside You're of right. your comfort zone. You're right. Um, mm -hmm. 
Well, like, especially when it comes to writing, like I think you could do a lot of that. Like I would never, what if you just wrote in adjectives? Like what if you just <laughs> did word associations? You know what I mean? Well, the thing that it's funny you bring that up because we talk about this, but you know how I always told you from the, like months ago, like I'm like, I could never, I don't really like to draw. That's not my thing. But, you know, I've been thinking about that lately. Like maybe I need to just be creative in that different way. That'll, that'll spark the, you know, other things, like not so much the drawing, but yeah. being creative in that way and learning a skill will maybe open up that block, you know, like you said, to, to go back to doing the thing and, and, and inspire that creativity. So yeah, I'm definitely, you know, like I do want to do that, but like, I'm, um, I can't be like, I admire that you're able to do so much shit at one time. Like I can't write. So see, I had the writing then boom. I'm on like guitar. Like I think cause my, no, focus- I can't, no, I cannot do it. Like I still have like my music on the list. I have not mm-hmm. done it for months now. Like, <coughs> so and then I lost my 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 guitar tuner, and I was like, "Well, I know I could, you know, just go on YouTube and just tune it." You know what I mean? But I know I love tuning with that thing, so I was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna go get one because I don't want to make an excuse. It becomes my excuse of not picking up my ukulele." So mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay, get the dang guitar tuner." Johnny gave me his. I don't understand it. I was just like, "This is too complicated." <laughs> I don't try to make myself feel bad for not doing it either because I am really I'm really hyper focused on Mm -hmm. you know just drawing and uh it just like it's being part of meditative a meditative state you know when you're focused on like okay I'm gonna draw this and I'm gonna do it the best that I can and like so I feel like that's helping me so I don't try try not to give myself a hard time about it um but yeah it's great when you are really in you know, deep into it. Like that's a great place to be. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, right now I'm in a great creative space. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah, exactly. So that's where you much. should be. Yeah. Like I'm writing letters, which is still writing, right? Like I'm writing letters mm-hmm. and, and sharing my thoughts. I'm playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's, it's, I'm still being creative, which yeah, I'm Yeah, exactly. Still being, being creative. Being. So that's what I tell myself. I'm still being creative because I'm like, if I wasn't creative, like, what if I was just not doing anything? Yes. Like, you know, when work starts, that's what that's the real that's the real test right there. Work starts, commuting starts, everything. Time is cut. And like, how are you going to continue this practice of like Mm -hmm. setting aside time for, you know, the creative part of yourself? which I believe is accessing your own magic, uh, accessing your own like intuitive abilities if you're more in tune with that side of your brain. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate our listeners and followers. We produce this podcast out of our love for talk story and helping others. And our listenership is built on word of mouth. So if you do one thing today, please share our podcast with a friend, relative, colleague, or associate who enjoys podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message on the Anchor app. You can also leave a comment on our social media pages like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for The Coconut Connection. Our handles are in the show's notes. Or you can email us at coconutconnection, the number two, at gmail.com. All right. So I hope any, any of those tips were helpful to anybody. Um, I hope so. It made me feel like inspired. I mean, it made, it made me feel like we're on like the right track in terms of creativity, you know, like we're still in this zone. Yeah, absolutely. In this Um, happy place. I did, uh, I kind of, which is still kind of in my brain right now. I totally binge watched, um, Loki and I binge watched <gasps> so uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and I was, oh, I'm just Loki. like my my brain is just like <laughs> right, it's so much it's so much but I'm so like happy like yeah I'm so happy to watch them 
uh, yeah, so so creative, so like yes. it's just it's nice to know that like you know everybody lives on. You know what I mean? Like mm, yes, and uh, the multiverse. Oh my god, I was so yes. in, like a multiverse somewhere in a in another universe. Yeah, they're, they're living our lives. Like I truly believe. I truly believe that. Like. I mean, I believe in heaven and hell too, but I'm saying I truly believe there's like a mold, like there's another planet where an alternate version of me or so, mm. you know is out there. You know, I mean, there has to be. Uh, and what is that person doing? So, right, it, it was such a great like that. Other people think like that. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I mean, there's been science, like some science that kind of like you know, like they said. You know, also, and nothing is linear. Like everything is layered, right? Like it's layered, and so it's. Um, and then when I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, yesterday, I was surprised how much I actually liked it because it had such a great message. Uh, oh, okay. I should. Watch it, it has a. Yeah. It was really relevant to the times. Okay. About you know why, you know Falcon, um, like, you know this is not a spoiler because this is this is what happens in the first episode. Because at the end, right, Captain America gives him the shield. Mm -hmm. And we're all assuming, at least I did, he was going to be the next Captain America, mm -hmm. right? So in the first episode, he gives he gives up the shield to go into the Smithsonian. And, and it talks about, you know, his why, why he didn't, you know, take that, take the shield and become the next Captain America. And you know, uh, very much like, uh, I, I felt like it was very relevant to the pandemic because the, the adversary is, um, is, a is a group that, you know, cause they all like 50% of the population was gone for five years. Mm -hmm. And I guess while that happened, you know, the world had to adjust, right. Had to adjust and, and with that, and, figure it out you know yeah. so a lot of borders were kind of erased and like the world was different they didn't know they were going to come back right the blip right didn't know so then coming back from that and trying to re make everything back to normal but yeah uh so this group is like no like we need to have like one like this is one world you know yeah. instead of like have, so that's their adversary it's kind of like a whole like interesting twist of he's mostly the villains you know well in actually in all of like those superhero movies the villains are kind of like not obviously like they really do feel like they're doing something good yeah. for the world they believe in their cause they believe in the cause and they want a better world it's just that mm -hmm. the way they're doing it is like you know maybe not seen as the the best way to handle it right and mm -hmm. also power right you need a lot of power. And so they, they, those themes are in that movie. And I was literally like, like in tears at the end, like, and that's why I'm like, oh, that's what I'm talking about way to the end. But like the whole movie was like action, 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 like did not disappoint. Um, definitely made me think. And it was like, oh gosh, you know, it's a superhero movie, but it made me think about a lot of deeper stuff, like wow, just politics and like power and like people, you know, it's the people with the power and the people with the muscle, like have the most, have the most influence. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's the, creates the most change, but is that really the best way to create change? Like, yeah. So, you know, it's, deep, it's deep. Yeah. And just thinking about the whole Captain America thing, like, so yeah, so definitely check that one out because uh, I will. That one was really good, and like I can't Loki for sure. So Disney, good. Disney, yeah, Disney is doing it right. Like I can't wait till you know Obi Wan comes out, Mandalorian second. Yeah, second and I'm like, I know they're gonna do it right. Hopefully, um, and then and then Cobra Kai is coming out too. So yeah. Netflix is doing it yes, right too. They so. are. Netflix is coming out with so many good things. I know. Pose was so good. Oh my oh, God. Oh my Legendary. You got to watch Legendary <clears throat> if you're into that. Like okay. the ballroom and like, mm -hmm. like the underground ballroom scene. That's on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So definitely have to watch that because that is. Yeah. 
I just really fell in love with all the characters and pose. Like it was so like talking about the eighties and like yes. AIDS and it's so sad and like how we still have no cure for it. You know what I mean? It's just like interesting. Like, Oh my gosh. Then I think of the pandemic, you know what I mean? I'm yes. like, well, that there will never be a cure for it. You know, mm-hmm. like we have to change, we have to change like our lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Our minds, our lifestyle. The way, our the way, way we know life as we know it, like, mm-hmm. you know, now it's like totally different. Now it's just like, you still are socially distant. You mm-hmm. still are, um, at least maybe people will cover their mouths when they sneeze. You know what I mean? Like I also. hated that before the pandemic. I was like, hello, just sneeze all sneeze over to my mask. Now I can sneeze into my yeah, mask. Yeah, sneeze. Or, you know, like, because how many times did we teach the kids to sneeze? Like at least sneeze into your, yes. your sleeve. And they would never do it. They sneeze all over the library books. It's like, yep. okay, we're all going to get sick now, <laughs> you know? So I, hopefully that changes because we'll, we won't get sick as much, the teachers, yeah. exposed to all these germs and stuff like that. How funny. Well, thanks, everybody. All right. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast, The Coconut Connection. I'm Jade. And I'm Jean. Until next time, try smize. No stink eye. Stay woke. Not broke. Peace.